You're listening to Understanding the Law Radio with your host, attorney Peter Lamont. Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. And today we're going to answer a question concerning settling your case. The question is, should I settle my case? And we're going to get to that in one second. But before we do, I just want to, first of all, welcome you to today's show. Today is our business and legal Q&A. And I also want to remind you to subscribe to this podcast uh, over on iTunes and rate it, review it, let people know about it. Don't forget to subscribe to us also over on YouTube and check out our extensive video library and all of the links to all of our our social media sites, uh, everything is over at utlradio.com. That's utlradio as in understandingthelawradio.com and you'll be able to access everything directly from that site. All right, let's jump right into it. So today we had a wonderful question submitted uh, by Junior from New York and he writes, I have uh, a small business It's a window cleaning business, and I'm a sole proprietor. I was sued by a client. Uh, They say I broke a large custom window. It was very expensive, and they want $4,000 to replace it. They sued me, and their lawyer called and offered to settle the case for $2,500. What should I do? This is a great question, and Junior, thank you for sending it in. All right, so let's look at this in a bigger picture. Obviously, the window that was broken was expensive if they're claiming damages, you know, somewhere in the area of uh, $4,000. Now, we know that the lawyer has called and offered to settle the case for a lot less. So whether or not um, those are attorney's fees tacked in or other damages or whatever, who knows. But let's look at this decision as to whether or not Junior should settle this case. First of all, um, for those of you who are, are new to the show and maybe aren't so uh, well-versed in legal and business matters, let me just quickly explain the difference between settling and trying a case. Obviously, if you settle a case, all the parties or both the parties in this case agree to reach some sort of resolution outside of a jury trial or outside of a trial. So the lawsuit clearly was filed here, as he indicated. And now the lawyer is saying, I'm willing to settle, so I'm willing to offer you a reduced amount. If you agree to pay it, we will dismiss the case and you know everybody will go their separate ways. That's settling. Obviously, the difference is taking a case all the way to trial, letting a judge or a jury in most cases decide the outcome of the dispute. So here the lawyer is saying, Junior, if you give us $2,500, we'll dismiss this lawsuit and everybody will just part ways. Now, what should you do when you're analyzing whether or not you should settle a case? And I'm going to tell you how a lawyer would think about it because when you're being sued or you're suing and, and you're representing yourself, you have to do your best to separate your emotional responses from your intellectual responses, okay? You can't be Mr. Spock, logical yet so closely tied to his human side that he had oftentimes, you know, difficulty making certain decisions. You need to approach this as if you are a lawyer 
and you are a businessman, business owner, making business decisions, not an emotional actor. All right, so the first thing that a lawyer would do when they're deciding whether or not to advise a client to settle a case is look at the cost analysis. And and this is something that if your lawyer's not doing this, there's a problem. But what does it cost to litigate the case in Junior's case? Um, He doesn't have an attorney yet. So what would it cost Junior to hire an attorney versus what would it cost to settle? All right, now, we know the settlement amount here is $2,500. What would it cost Junior to hire an attorney to defend this case? Well, even if Junior gets a very, very affordable attorney and someone who is willing to give him a discount or a break and offer him, for argument's sake, $500 to represent him initially, that amount is going to go up because attorneys typically cannot give you a flat rate on litigation matters because there's no way of knowing how long the litigation is going to last. You know, it could be over within a month. It could be over within three months. You could have to go to trial or maybe, you know, it it resolves quickly. You don't know. And because of that uncertainty, lawyers don't offer flat fees typically for litigation matters. So in looking at the cost analysis, what is it going to cost Junior to hire a lawyer to defend this claim? That's number one. Number two is the liability analysis. Is Junior at fault? What percentage of liability does he have? Now, we don't know because it's not part of his question, but assume for a minute that Junior is responsible for breaking the glass. Well, his liability is, is in theory, 100% against him. And so if he took the case all the way to trial, would he win? Well, not if he is responsible for breaking the glass, not if it was his negligence that caused the glass to break. So if you combine the cost analysis with the liability analysis, you're going to be able to make an educated decision as to whether or not you should settle the case. So assume that Junior's responsible for breaking the glass and the cost of hiring an attorney will exceed the $2,500 that the plaintiff is offering to settle the case within, then it clearly makes sense for Junior to settle this case at the $2,500 amount. Now, you might not want to, right? And people will say, oh, I want to defend it. It's the principle of the thing. I don't want to just give in. I just don't want to admit wrongdoing. I don't want to give money. Well, when you settle a case, first of all, you're not admitting wrongdoing, okay? You are trying to resolve an issue. It's not an admission in any way. And when you settle a case, you should be exchanging releases and settlement documents that include things like, Uh, you know, a non-admission of liability statement. Uh, We're settling this case for the purposes of resolving the dispute. Nobody's admitting liability or wrongdoing, blah, blah, blah. Something like that. So number one, you're not admitting wrongdoing by settling. And number two, those people that are hung up on the principle of the thing, you should watch some of my uh, prior YouTube videos. There's one um, concerning the top five reasons not to sue. And that's one of them. You cannot look at things from an emotional standpoint. And when you say, yeah, I'm not going to pay. It's the principle of the thing. I'd rather pay my lawyer. That sounds good up until your first lawyer bill. And then you realize, 
crap, what did I do? Now I'm gonna have to fight with this lawyer because I don't wanna pay him all this money. I should have just paid the $2,500 in Junior's case. So, you know, the principle of the thing all of a sudden becomes, well, I guess it wasn't really that important when I'm now spending four grand. So you've gotta put that out of your mind. I know that initially it's kind of like a knee-jerk reaction. You've got this idea of, well, it's the principle of the thing and I'm not going to do it and I'm going to, you know, take a stand. And But really, you have to look at it from a practical standpoint. Is it worth it? Is it worth your time? Is it worth your frustration? And is it worth your money? So, Junior, if you tried to defend this case, A, you'd have to pay a lawyer and likely it would exceed the $2,500. And B, if you are even partially responsible for breaking the glass, your defense is going to be non-existent. And so even if you know you think, well, I, I wasn't all my fault, maybe it was somebody else's fault too, to get to that point of uh, establishing how much is your responsibility, it's going to cost you more than $2,500. So you have to think about it, obviously. It's it's your call. But I would suggest that you look at it in that manner. You need to look at the cost analysis, the liability analysis. All right, now one bonus tip before we go. When you settle a case, make sure that you send a confirming email or letter. Whoever you're dealing with, whether it's an attorney or it's a, an individual on the other side, Make sure you send something. Don't Not a phone call. It's got to be something that you can pull out later, print out, and use. It's got to be a confirming document that says, this confirms that we've settled the case. And you know you can go as lengthy or as, uh, uh, as short as you want, as long as you get across that idea that the case has been settled, you are resolving it, and that you're going to put together settlement documents, you know, something like that. The next thing is make sure that you have settlement documents. You want something that's going to dismiss the case, right? And that's typically going to be prepared by the attorney that filed the case against you. And you also want to make sure that there is that release that I mentioned to you. The release that says, we're not admitting liability. You won't sue me because I'm paying you. You can't sue me ever for this. It's all over. You can't come back. So, the bonus tip here is make sure you confirm your settlement agreement in writing and then make sure that you get those formal documents from the other side. Don't just pay your money without getting something that confirms what's going on here. All right. It's very important. Now, if you're interested in learning more about the settlement documents themselves and how they should look and how you should prepare them, just let me know. You can either call me at 201-904-2211 or send me an email at pl at pjlesq.com and let me know that you want more information and we can either um, you know do another podcast episode or I can put together a video and explain it to you that way. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. If you'd like more information about the show or if you would like to take advantage of our business and legal self-help resources, including our extensive video library, then visit us online at utlradio.com. That's utlradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and of course, over on YouTube. Now, if you have any questions about any of the topics that you heard discussed on today's show, or if you would like to suggest a topic, please reach out to me directly at info 
at pjlesq.com or you can call me at 201-904-2211. Please also make sure to rate this podcast over on iTunes and share this information with your family, friends, and colleagues and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station.